you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Kachow. Okay, we got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. Um, today we are going to be reviewing another movie, um, as we do. But this one we we just watched. Also, we're kind of fresh off of it. Um, this is the third installment of Fantastic Beast. This one's called Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Dun dun dun. Um, and this is set in the Harry Potter universe. Set about seventy years before Harry Potter is born. Um, so there is that, but it's in the war of Harry Potter. So if you like Harry Potter, you know, you might like this movie. Um, what we'll do is we'll get into it like we usually do. Uh, we'll say what we liked about it and then we'll kind of, you know, on spoilery. It's not a lot to spoil, um, yeah. except for the secrets. And there's like two or three of those. So, um, all of Dumbledore's secrets. So I will start off saying that I'm easily the biggest Harry Potter fan here. Um, I've, we're actually going through watching, the for the a Harry Potter's again for the third time this year, um, already, and it's fairly early in the year. We <laughs> watched it about six, seven times a year. I got tattoos, you know, all that good stuff. I love Harry Potter, the you know one through eight. I like the first Fantastic Beast. I didn't like the second one as much. It's not a horror movie. This one, it's just okay. Also, it's got some good stuff in it. it yeah. When they fight, it's good. Um, it's a little slow in parts. It's got a couple pacing issues for sure. Um, there's a lot of subplots in this movie that. I get why they do it, but it's not quite needed. Um, I did like, you know, I love Jude Law's Dumbledore. Uh, I liked him in mm-hmm. the second one. I liked him in this one. He's a good Dumbledore, younger one. I love Eddie Raymond because, you know, it's him. He's, yeah. he's a good news commander. I don't like a couple of other people. I like, what's his name? Dan Fogler's his name. He plays Jacob. Um, and I like Ezra Miller usually. I didn't really like him in this movie. Um, plus, you know, all the crap's coming out about him. Um, no one's like, no one likes him right now. But, yeah. I thought it was interesting. There aren't that many secrets. You know, it's called Secrets of Dumbledore. I know we're going to get into that. Um, one secret isn't really much of a secret. And then the other ones are, it's kind of cool for Harry Potter fans. But if you don't watch a lot of Harry Potter, you're not going to understand it. <laughs> and so it's kind of one of those things. Um, but I will say I enjoyed it, most of it. I did get a little bored here and there, which isn't good. But I, the reason I think I liked it is because it is a setup for the next two. If this does well, they're going to make two more. Um, so it's kind of cool to get the to get the history of stuff because you know Harry Potter, but this movie could have done a little more with action. There's not a lot in it, and it's all yeah, it's all setting up at that climax. And the climax is cool, but the, the climax is supposed to be a Dumbledore Grindelwald fight. Yeah, and you kind of get that, but it's not very long. So it's a lot of setup and not a lot of payoff in this one. It's it feels like a it's this is a third movie, right? So usually by the third movie, you don't need more setup, but it's still setting stuff up a little bit. Yeah. Um, it feels like a bridge. It's not like... So in Harry Potter, they do the same thing. They have eight movies. But those are all written already, so people didn't care. Yeah. These aren't written. They're just screenplays. And so, and there's a big if they're going to make another one. Mm-hmm. So I can see hit and miss. But overall, I did like it. There are some things we'll get into that could have been um, handled better. And I didn't really... And I think Mads Mikkelsen is a better um, Grindelwald than Giant Depp. I don't agree with how they went about... Doing that, but Mads Mikkelsen is a better bad guy than Johnny Depp is, yeah. so I thought he fit Grindelwald's role pretty well. But you yeah, know, I might yeah. get some flack on that, but I did like him better. But no, I understand completely. I'm with you. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to give you the most complex professional movie critique I can. It was all right. It was all right. Hmm? That's what it was. It was all right. Um, yeah, like you said, I think um, this movie, when you when you look at it on paper, this movie has a great cast. Um, Eddie Redmayne's delightful. Mads Mikkelsen is wonderful. Um, Jude Law is a great actor. Um, the women, they're good. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember their names off the top of my head. But... Um, they're they're all good actors. Ezra Miller is a good actor, like you said, Jordan. I don't know if it's Ezra Miller's performance or if the way this character is written. I cannot stand Ezra Miller in these films. It feels like he he feels like he's in Les Misérables or something the entire time. I don't know. I just do not like him in these films. Um, and I liked this movie. Okay, I liked it just fine. I maybe maybe I liked it more because. The last one, The Crimes of Grindelwald, just left such a bad taste in my mouth that I didn't dislike this one that much i don't know um but i think there's some good things about it um you know david yates came back this is like his eighth film in the harry potter universe that he's made at this point he's all in on this franchise um but david yates came back you can tell he's a competent filmmaker he knows what he's doing he knows this world he knows this lore um so it's competently made um there's some interesting i don't want to say action sequences but like magic sequences when that stuff goes down it's visually impressive really fun stuff um it does, the movie is kind of, and I feel like this is the same way with the first two Fantastic Beasts films, I feel like they're deliberately paced slowly. So there's moments that you're like, we're really lingering on this for a long time, or we're really dragging here with this for a while, and then, then you know, that'll pick back up, whatever. But um, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of side plots and side characters and unnecessary characters and a lot of stuff that doesn't really matter in the big scheme of things in this film, but... Um, Overall, I didn't hate it. It was just fine. Yeah, this... I don't know. This movie's mediocre to me. Um, mm-hmm. I am not a big Harry Potter guy. I just... When the books came out, I was older, as it was anyway, than the target audience. You know, no big deal. Uh, but I have watched the original movies probably once, not nearly as many as you have. Well, I watched more than that <laughs> this year. So. Um, <laughs> as far as... This franchise, I saw the first one when it first came out and never saw the second one, so it's been a while. Oh, you're not missing anything. And, uh, I mean, the movie's okay. Uh, I did like some of the effects they had. I like some of the transitions they had in this movie, which surprised me. There was that transition where Dumbledore was fighting Ezra Miller's character or whatever. There was a cool transition there. I thought that was looked really, you know, visually looked good on, on oh, screen. Oh, the upside down. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was cool, really yeah. cool. It was a good transition. Um problem is that first hour, man, I was bored. I was bored to death. They got to spend the first half hour yeah. explaining what the crap happened I in the last was, two films. I was looking at my watch going, oh my gosh, we got another hour and 20 minutes of this. And I was just, I was bored that first half, first hour. No, I mean, that was just, just how it was. Uh, it did pick up some after that. Uh, it had some funny parts in it. Uh, I thought when the fighting happened, the magic was good. Uh, but it was just the story. I don't know. Maybe the story was just lacking. Um, I'll tell you what, by the end of it though, Jude Law, man, I was like, dude, this is Dumbledore. He is fantastic. He's He's really good at this role. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm glad they, they cast him because he is so good in this role. Uh, you know, the other ones, yeah, I guess, you know, they're okay. Uh, the main guy, Red. Redmayne. Redmayne. He's sorry. good. I mean, I, you know, I remember from the first one, he was good then too. He's he's a good actor. Period. Yeah. Um, he plays Newt pretty well. I yeah. Remember. So, 
you know, those are the two standouts probably. The others, yeah, what they're, about, they're okay. What about Dan Fogler to you? Which? He's Jacob, the muggle. Oh, yeah, I like him he's, a lot. He's, he's actually good in these. Pretty, I mean, yeah, I mean. He plays that part well. Of course, like I, like I said to you last night, you know, to me, fanboys, mm-hmm. the movie, he's, you know, in his, in his, his Star Wars van. I mean, it's oh, yeah. fantastic. I love that movie. So, yeah, I like him <laughs> I overall anyway. But, yeah, Dumbledore to me was, he was the tops in, in this, this role for sure. Yeah, and what's cool about this movie is you got a lot more Dumbledore in this movie. Now, yeah, this is a spoiler, I guess, for the other movies, so if you haven't seen them while you're here. But um, it's cool you're here, but um, he's not in the first one at all, actually. And then he's in the second one, but he's barely in the second one because you find out in the second one he can't actually fight Grindelwald because they have a blood pact. Mm-hmm. And so he's barely even in it. And this one, he's like, they have a they have Dumbledore's army again. So in Harry Potter, Harry Harry Potter himself is the leader of the Dumbledore's army, and in this one, Newt's the leader of Dumbledore's army. So it's kind of a parallel there. Yeah. Um. So, you, but in this one, Dumbledore fights, and Harry Potter doesn't because he's got to sit. He's got to sit behind because Harry Potter has to do his thing. But it's kind of cool to see Jude Law as Dumbledore and actually fighting because you don't really see Dumbledore fight much. Cause he's yeah, old as crap. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and so I I agree. Jude Law crushes. I wasn't sure when they first cast him. I'm not saying Jude Law is a bad actor, but. It's so much younger. I thought I don't know if he could really pull off. Yeah, the he does age drastically. Well, yeah. I mean, it is seventy years. So I mean, yeah. you can see him. But um, I, I'd agree. I think Dumbledore is great as Dumbledore, and I think that's one of the harder roles to hit because Dumbledore. Is, when you think of Harry Potter, or in the Harry Potter, you think of Dumbledore. Well, I just so. remember yeah. I was thinking about the, that last scene where he's sitting on the bench, mm-hmm. and I'm and I that that was the thought that came to my mind. Dude, this dude is a fantastic Dumbledore. I just yeah. they cast him perfectly. Yeah, and that's the thing. He doesn't have to do like a Michael Gambon or a Richard Harris impression for mm-hmm. him to be a good Dumbledore. He, as long as he just, imb- like um, like the guy who played young, young Harrison Ford in Solo, um, as, you know, as long as you do like a, as long as you do your own interpretation and still kind of capture the magic of that character, that's all that matters. So the guy know? sucked in Solo. And I think he, I thought he was fairly <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, I don't think I think he was very good, sorry. but I like his performance in that movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You can. That's I'm just saying there's other instances of yes. that. I just don't think that's the, that's cool. But <laughs> I, I get what you're that's saying. That's not yeah. the one I was Jude Law's got his own little gravitas in this. He he, he knows yeah. what he's he's probably seen the movies. He's I mean he's probably read the books. I don't know. I mean I imagine you do before you play the biggest character in the Harry Potter I series hope in so. this. Yeah. Um, other than Harry Potter himself. But anyway, so this we'll kind of go. We, let's go into spoilers. I don't know because like I don't know where we're gonna start at here. We can talk about some of the secrets, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go to spoilers. No, I am your father. I see. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. So there's a couple of secrets in this. It's called Secrets of Dumbledore. It's not the best title. I don't like any of the titles except for the first one. The first one's called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, I like uh, that one. It's kind of long, but the only reason it's called that is because he writes that book. Yeah. And Harry Potter, the series, the other series, and they he's actually have... trying ha- to find his beasts. Yeah, but <laughs> it's actually a book you have to read. In your first year in, in Hogwarts, so they, that's why it's. But now they're just like, oh, call it Fantastic Beasts, yeah, Crimes Going to War, Fantastic because, Beasts, Secrets. Yeah, because so. the first title actually made sense because it was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Now and it's that's like the book we name. got a franchise, so we're going to call it Fantastic Beasts colon and then some long other title. Yeah, um, but I do not love the title. I don't. I think they just want to put Dumbledore's name on it, so they had to figure it out. Yeah, probably. One of the bigger secrets today is gay, but it's not a secret because J.K. Rowling came out about she said years five ago, years ago and said, yeah. I wrote Dumbledore gay, and everyone's like, okay, yeah, it's whatever. I mean, whatever. So they really dive into that. They don't actually dive into that hard. They, they just really have don't. A, I was expecting them to like, they just kind of gloss over. I mean, like it's mentioned. Yeah, they, they have a couple lines, and they kind of like at the end, 
look like they're kind of fighting or whatever, and they kind of stop because they don't. They can fight each other now, but they don't really want to, which is fine. I, I was fine with how they did that. The main cool secret, though, is his sister. You know, in the Harry Potter series, that something happened to his sister, and um, Aberforth, I think his name, doesn't like doesn't like Dumbledore, and we don't know why. Mm-hmm. But now you know why. What happened to her, his sister was obscure or whatever, you know. And so it's kind of cool to find out. I think those are the only secrets like that I didn't know. Yeah, since we're, those are the secrets. Yeah, we're in spoilers. Yeah, he, he like maybe possibly killed his sister. He, he said it didn't matter. She died. So. Yeah, he's like either way, he feels responsible. And, which, and she was an obscure or whatever. Which, which isn't the reason they don't tell you that in Harry Potter because that wasn't a thing. Jake really made that up for these movies. Yeah. So that that's just whatever. That's why they probably never told you. I don't think she ever cared. Now she has a series before. She's like, I'm gonna make up this thing, and then Ezra Miller's one too. So. But I yeah I agree with you. It's not really the best title. It doesn't really encapsulate this movie. I don't. I get, but th- thinking about it, I don't know what title would really encapsulate this film because well, they this don't movie, have books. So this it's movie like... is just a bridge film. It feel it's just it. I feel like this movie is kind of a soft reboot from the last one because they kind of like you know they recast um, Grindelwald, which like you said it sucks they ditched Johnny Depp, but um, I think Mads Mikkelsen is better suited for this role. I do too. Um, I think Mads Mikkelsen is excellent, um, but uh, he was good in the movie with what with the script and everything he's like, never bad actually. the script was fine i felt like the script was um some points i felt like it was good it was clever and other times i'm like this is kind of forced and awkward but whatever um but yeah mads mickelson was good um but uh i lost my train of thought after i got so, mads mickelson does that to me dad gummit <laughs> anyway um but uh yeah i don't know what the title could be because it just feels like a bridge it just feels like kind of a soft reboot because they spend like the first hour explaining what happened in the last two films and then they're like well we're just going to kind of wrap it up at the end um to leave it very open for sequels but at the same time if we, those sequels never happen in case this movie bombs it'll be okay kind of thing that's how it felt it doesn't matter if they make it anymore because everyone knows what happens like these are prequels to a series that's already yeah. out so and i would like to see them make two more because i'd like to see them fulfill their their Thoughts. It would be cool if they could but, go all out, but I don't want there to be another. This felt like Halloween Kills. Does that make sense? No. Just like Halloween. You know, it's just a bridge to get to the next movie. It doesn't feel like really anything changes from the end of the last film to the end of this film. It doesn't feel like anything really changes in that matter. Um, it just feels like you're just getting to the next film, which is fine. Um, but I wonder if they're gonna have, if they're gonna make two more, which I'm, I'm okay with. I'm probably gonna watch them. It's not a big deal. I like Harry, I like the Harry Potter universe fine, but um, I don't think. I don't want them to make a fourth one and it be pretty much the exact same thing. It's like, well, we just got to get to a big finale, pretty much. That's what it just feels like to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I was expecting David to say something, but he just sat there. But looking, looking stoic. Like, that's the thing about. Of course, you're going to parallel these to the Harry Potter movies because they're in the same universe. But the other ones, they have structure because they had books to go behind. And she is writing the screenplays and stuff, J.K. Rowling, all that stuff, and yeah. David Yates is back. So, you know, you have that same vision, like you said, and the universe is a great universe, and they and the thing I like about these movies, they are slower. Um, I don't mind a slow movie. But I they, like that, actually. They're slower because they're actually going into the world more. Like, in Harry, in Harry Potter, you're only at Hogwarts all the time. Like, you yeah. barely ever go to Hogwarts, and this one, you know, they're in America, they're in but Germany. They're, they're in New York, I, I, in, yeah. But I think that there is a difference. We've talked about these with different movies. It's okay to be slow as long as you keep it interesting. That's I was bored. Yeah, so but that's that's I a big that. thing. I, mm-hmm. I understand that. I never got bored in this film, but I was. Um, I did think it was slow paced, but I felt like it was deliberately paced that way. So that way, the the 
action. The magic sequences and stuff like that would stand out and would pop more, I guess. And, and also on the parallel to your thing is I actually like the Harry Potter universe a lot more. And so them going into things like that, I like. But people that aren't the biggest fans, I can see why they don't like it. Because you're like, I just want to see them do magic stuff. But I like I like the, all the beasts they show. I like all the yeah. things that Newt does. The beasts were cool. Yeah. The different ones they showed throughout yeah. this movie were pretty cool. That's that's one thing that I love they so really much. They really lean into it. Yeah, that's one thing I love so much about the first film is just the simplicity of it. You can tell it's in the same universe as Harry Potter, but it feels completely different from that. Um, and I like that because the first one's kind of slow, too, and so is the last one. But um, I kind of wish it was still a movie like that. I wish that... And I understand we're evolving in this franchise, but... it. Newt kind of gets sidelined in his own film, pretty much, because, you know, I, I like the inclusion of Dumbledore and Grindelwald and stuff, but it feels like they're in the forefront, which I guess the story's turning that way, but I st- but there's a part of me that still wishes we were having odd, fun adventures with this weird dude who loves all these creepy little creatures and stuff. I, like, I enjoyed that quite a bit, and I kind of wish we were still doing that, but, you know. Yeah, but though they're trying to... So, Newt's just like a magic zoologist, so he's not really the best wizard. Um, he's a good wizard, but he's yeah. no Dumbledore, Grindelwald, Harry Potter, Voldemort, whatever you want to call it. No, which is fine, yeah. Which, I, which is an interesting take because they could have done anything, but they went with Newt. And Newt's, he, he knows magic fine, you know. But you could tell he, in the first part of the movie he could not hold his own against Ezra Miller because Ezra Miller is a Dumbledore. And he's very he's very powerful. You can tell Newt is no, he's not going to be able to hold his own very much. He's just cunning. And he can get away and that kind of stuff. So it's interesting like and, that. And you get the feeling he'd rather be just left alone with his animals. Yes, he doesn't yeah, really so, yeah. care to fight. It's not like he's really invested in this universe. But then again, at the end, he was ready to fight. He's ready to yeah. fight for his world now. I think this movie, most things it did was obviously it took away the blood pact, right? So now Dumbledore and Grindelwald can fight. Right? That's the yeah. big deal, right, of this whole movie. That was what? the plot. The point of this movie was to get that to happen. Yeah, we can, we can get into the ending of that later. But it, it um, yeah, it... I felt like... Did you guys think the final fight was kind of lackluster? Yes. No, I thought it was fine. I thought it could go longer than it did, but it was fine. I felt like there were some really cool magic sequences and really cool uses of magic in this film, and the final confrontation between Dumbledore and Grindelwald felt kind of sloppy. I don't know. It just felt... And it felt very short and abrupt, um, but... yeah, I was gonna say, and I guess it's just because you know they gotta let him get away and so, so well, yeah. set up the third, the, the fourth movie. So yeah, he's he's it. It's just like Voldemort. Voldemort gets away every single time he comes up until the end. You know what I'm except saying? For, yeah. Except so for the last one, yeah. Grindelwald is the was is the worst dark wizard there has ever been, and then there's Voldemort, right? Yeah. So from the movies and the books of Harry Potter, all it says is that Dumbledore defeats Grindelwald in a in a in a war. So that's what they're trying to get to. So Grindelwald can't really be taken yet. Like they should have made this a trilogy, not five movies. What they should have done yeah. is make the first one the way they wanted to. Make the second one, this one, right? Make the second one more of a bridge, or, or like this just one. Compare, yes. Kind of just combine the second. And then and the this one, one should have been the end of the war, or whatever. And that way you don't have to go five movies because that's that's a lot. So we get into like the Avengers War. Yeah, you know, but yeah. it's not going to be as epic because they're not doing as well with the setup. Like they are setting it up. But they're bringing in characters that don't really matter. They're bringing in all these other people. They're trying to make Jacob a bigger character than he really is. He's just a muggle, you I, know. I, and I, I wanna, love him. He's funny. I he's funny. Address that. I yeah, like he's their comic relief. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, I get that. That the filmmakers want to have a comic relief character. They want to have somebody who plays the audience. You know, who's who's along for the ride. Who doesn't understand this world that they're in. And he's been that character for three films now. 
he's useless. He is useless. They spend they they have that good section at the beginning where um, what's her face Lily Laffy Taffy Dat Lally Layla. Same thing, um, where she goes and gets him, and she's like, "We need you here. You got heart. You got this. You got that." He's a good guy, but he's useless going against the most dangerous dark wizard on the planet. He's useless. He finds ways well, to be useful somehow. So <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even, carrying even, a case around and stuff. Even in this movie, though, it felt like he was wasted. It didn't seem like he did anything. Yeah, he did carry a case. Yeah, okay, big deal. Uh, eventually, got accused of being an assassin. Did nothing though. No, and he still. I mean, he was just. He was just there. It's it's hard to, and I like this guy. I like this character, but it's hard to get behind him when he's not doing anything. And yeah, this movie he did nothing because you could take him out of the film and he wouldn't it change wouldn't the film whatsoever. Yeah. I thought Except it would be less funny, probably. Yeah, yeah. there'd be a couple of comedic moments that were taken away. Yeah. I thought, and this this might make me a sick jerk. I thought they were going to kill him at the end. I was kind of hoping they would, um, just because it would have resonated more with the characters and it would have really put Grindelwald on this on this evil pedestal, I guess you could say that would really fuel everybody's hatred toward him. If he just knocked off Jacob. Cause, um, at the end when he zaps him and he kind of seizes out, I thought he was going to freaking Avada Kedavra him like nothing. And I, I was well, like, he you know use what? A, he used a Cruciatus, Cruciatus curse on him. What does that do? Which makes him do whatever you want him to do. So if you have the Cruciatus curse on it, it basically just, it puts you there and then it just tortures you. That's how Neville's parents were killed in the Harry Potter universe. They're oh, that's right. By, by, by Lestrange herself. But, so if they got rid of him, though. I mean, who's going to pick up the slack as far as the comedy goes? Plus, I mean, he, not plus the other guys. Got, <laughs> plus, instead of doing that, they decided to make it wholesome, and him and Queenie get married. Yeah. And Queenie's kind of gets kind of wasted in this one. I like Queenie in the first two, but in this one, she's like can't do anything because. Yeah, and I like her quite a bit. At the end of the second one, I doesn't she? I only saw the second. She one She goes once. over the dark side. Yeah, I only saw the second one once in theaters. I should have rewatched it because I didn't know what the bleep was going on in the first half so, hour of this. So he basically but, said. So right at this, doesn't she just ditch Jacob? Though, well, the seventies for Harry Potter. In Harry Potter, in the Harry Potter, series, it's okay to marry wizard and Muggle, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at this point, it's not okay. It's you not can, in America, you can't. It's like a mixed race. So Grindelwald says, "If you come with me, I'll make the world where you can do that." Well, he's lying, obviously. At the yeah. end, you can tell. And so she went over there because she wants to marry him. Yeah, so, that's, that's what was confusing to me is because she went over there willingly, and then in this film, she feels like a hostage the entire time. I'm like, girl, you did this to yourself. Like I said, I've never seen the second one, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, but you don't need <laughs> to again. But this movie, it did feel Kate. Okay, you have all these characters, and it felt like so many of them did nothing. Uh, the guy who that went, was the point, wasn't it? Though that was, uh, that's, that's, that's so the plot armor. I don't know. But it, it was like it was just so. so there's the, like ten characters I, in this film, and that I could think be cut out, and, and I think that's why it's boring. I mean, that other guy who was in the group who went to Grindelwald to say he was what's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, it's 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 uh, Lestrange because it's Zoe Kravitz's brother from the second one. Okay, I can't so, remember his name. Uh, okay, you just take that character. He did nothing. I mean, he was standing there. Everybody. They tried to make it look like he was betraying Dumbledore, but uh, you know, he, I don't know the series, but obviously he was not going to do that. Uh, and then at the end, he takes out some bad guys with one hit to the ground, and that's basically all I did this movie. Yeah, which was a cool and, shot, but it's like, okay. and so there were I mean, so many characters that you know they had one thing to do and one actor, and that's all they did. Yeah. So I mean, it just it didn't feel like a whole comprehensive movie. It no, just, I agree. It just felt like there were so many wasted characters. Yeah, I thought that they were going for like a usual suspects kind of thing, you know, but they didn't do it very well because what they did was they're like, well, we, well, here's the thing. 
he can't know what he has, he has a chilling or whatever, which is cool. I'd never seen one either. They talk about them, but they're very rare, and yeah. so it's kind of cool. But um, and like it can see the future, so he's like, well, we know that, so we have to do this to do this, so we can do this, and so the plot is literally to make no sense. Yeah, and so I don't know if they did that because their plot was already bad, wasn't very good, but their plot was to literally make characters do nothing. Because that would throw Grindelwald off. And that's what they do. And so it feels like they waste them because, first of all, I didn't like some of the characters, really. Yeah. Um, that one chick was getting on my nerves. I couldn't stand her freaking accent, dude. Her, like, American accent, the Layla, Layla one. I don't I was, know why. It seemed like she was overacting. It's, yeah, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tan her. I looked her up, Tanner. and I think she's in, um, I think she plays the teacher in Booksmart. That comedy oh, does she? Oh, yeah. does she? Yeah. I think she does. She and might. she's great in that movie. Yeah. I don't know what don't it was. Like her she in was this. overacting and all over the she place. She was like trying film. to be a Texan or something. I couldn't, it I couldn't weird. stand it. I don't know. But that's kind of their thing. And then Newt kind of gets sidelined here and there um, because mm-hmm. you go away from him too much. Um, Dumbledore, when yeah. he's on screen, he's electrifying, of course. He's great. Newt's great. But then, you know, you do that whole thing where you make everyone do nothing. It stalls the movie. No, it I think felt in, like... I was going to say, I also think it. that, you know, they went to confuse Grindelwald, but they missed out on the audience. And yeah. that's the problem. I mean, they confused like a them, lot, I guess. It felt like a lot of these things were just kind of tossed in at the last minute. They're like, we got to pad this out. we got to fill this movie up more. So let's add in these characters. Let's add in these characters. Let's add in a baby deer horse that can predict the president. You know, like stuff like that. Just... We don't predict the president, but yeah. It told you the president, and they're like, all right, cool, we agree. Well, Let's it, shoot our firework it, wands in the air. It showed you the, the pure of heart. I got the president. The person that should be above all because they have pure of heart, which is cool. They did, which Dumbledore do that because we all know that. Do you think Dumbledore's pure of heart because he admitted to what he did to his sister? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, he and that he, and by the, at that point, he had basically, I guess he's forgiven Grindelwald at that point, too. He's just like, you yeah. know what? Because he, know, he knows the, at this point they can't be together and that he's he's obviously on the other side. So they've got to fight. So he's like, you know what? Yeah. It's time to fight. I thought the magical deer horse may have kneeled chilling. to... <laughs> well, yeah, we're just chilling like yeah. villains. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I thought the magical deer horse may have kneeled to Newt at point. Because, I like, thought they were going to do to Jacob for a second. What, I was like, yeah, that would be wild. But what has Newt ever done wrong? He yeah. is an angel he is. in these films. He must have some weird stuff. <laughs> he's not pure. Yeah. Uh, mainly because... And, I guess because of Tina. Newt's into some freaky stuff. That's what it is. My wife looked over at me and, and asked, and that was a good question, was Tina CGI'd at the end? That woman, you don't know who Tina is probably. It's the woman that comes up Newt's at the woman? end. Newt's woman? Yeah, she CGI'd at the end. She looked kind of wonky. I didn't think so. I didn't feel that way. She looked, I don't know if she was. She didn't feel like Michael Keaton at the end of Morbius. Like, awkwardly thrown in there. You yeah, but like, no, I'm, like, I'm He was about, not here for this. I'm talking about, what, is she CGI'd? I don't think so. I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't look and like she's it. She's in the first two movies pretty easily, so I don't know if it was some kind of... Um, it, you know, it wouldn't surprise know. me if we find out later that she had to like reshoot her thing and they added her in there in post or whatever, yeah, but it, like it, it didn't feel that way. I didn't notice it. If that's but yeah, Tina's not in this either, which is kind of weird. She's a big part. Of, she, they just kind of say, hey, she's the head of the American thing, which is cool, I yeah. guess. But whatever. We probably thought we can't throw another character in here who does nothing. I prefer to have her in there than she's an aura, which is kind of cool. Who's the Who's the girl who's on Grindelwald's side with um, the dark hair? One of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. She's just um, she's a Grindelwald. You know, you know what I'm she's talking she, about? Yeah, she's in the second one. They don't. They say, she's just a follower. I can't remember who she is. I need to propose. She's to her. been a follower she, of him from the second movie. They don't really get into it. It's probably somebody. Okay. But just curious. <laughs> it's seventy years before the characters you know, so like they kind of. They'll say these last names that don't really matter. Like Lestrange, yeah. but no one cares about the yeah. Stranges for a little while. Um, but they said Minerva. I was like, I get that reference. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> McGonagall. But she, anyways, but they do. 
a couple things here. So they want to get that blood curse. It's not. It is a curse now, but the blood pact gone because if you don't know what that is, it means they can't fight each other. If they try, it kills mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It um, tightens Dumbledore's wrist pretty hard. That's yeah. what it does. Well, it'll do a lot more, he says. <laughs> so, but they don't know how to do it. And at the end there, you finally get the fight you want, right? Whatever. But the fight with Ezra Miller is pretty good. The only thing about Ezra Miller's character is he sucks in this movie. I don't. Now, I hate his character. Why is I'm glad now, it wasn't just me. I didn't is, like him in the last one. He either. is dying in this because mm-hmm. he is because think about the, the thing. Think about those the obscurus whatever. They're not really supposed to live as long as he has. They're supposed to kill a kid at like eight. Like if you become one, about eight or nine, you're supposed to die. And he's way older than that. He's a he's, a, he's an anomaly. <laughs> so I, I think that they were just like I don't know if it was because the stuff that just came up. Or whatever, but they definitely wrote his character out, and they were like, "He's just gonna die. It's whatever." And he was annoying this whole movie. And then he was like, "I'm gonna fight Dumbledore." But the thing is, like, no, you're not. He didn't even get close. No, like, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be the one to do it. He wouldn't even near. Dumbledore was playing with him. Yeah, I mean, the he thing was is, toying with him. You know, yeah. you, you know, you'd think that Grindelwald would have known that. Yeah, as powerful as Dumbledore is. Yeah, why so did, why send him? Why was Grindelwald like, that? like, "Oh, you got the power. You can do it." Well, I mean, a Dumbledore. But I, I mean, that was a. Maybe I don't know, but I mean that was a decent fight, and like I said, there was it a real, cool. There was an awesome, <laughs> was cool, yeah, it was cool. My favorite transition in that movie happened at the end of this fight, mm-hmm. when they went from like the underground to the top of the world. It was mm-hmm. really really cool, and I liked them tearing the buildings down and throwing them at each other and things like that. That was really interesting. Like I said, they do some cool stuff with magic in this. I like them running up the pages of the books and uh, things like that, and just the simple um, sequence. Um, kind of, I think, I guess it kicked off the third act when they're, when all the, you know, they're bad guys cause they got black trench coats and black fedoras, you know, all the, all the bad guys are chasing them through the streets, get, trying to get the briefcases and stuff. And, um, you know, they're just, do you, I, I don't know why I love the sound. I will say I love the sound effects in this. I think the music was really good. We didn't touch on the score, but I think the music was good. And I love the sound effects in this movie, especially like when they set their wands off, it's like a laser bolt. It's like, I think I would have rather had. The elements of the fights switched from Ezra Miller's fight to to Grindelwald's fight at the end. Yeah, if they'd done what they did with Ezra Miller's fight at the end end fight. It would have been super cool for the end. Yeah. What's interesting <clears throat> about the fights is Dumbledore is like he is he's number superpower. I, I don't think Grindelwald is a chance. I think if they fought Dumbledore, like the way if that they Dumbledore look in this movie, truly gave it his all. I say if he let himself him. let himself go, I yeah. think yeah. he was like maybe half power against Ezra Miller, and, and what he did, he basically put him in a dream, and he didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. He's so, yeah. uh, which is really cool because you don't see that kind of stuff in Harry Potter universe because you're following Harry Potter, who is a good wizard, but he's not a Dumbledore type wizard. He doesn't know all these spells. Yeah, he's useless compared to Dumbledore. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he's number he's, he is number one wizard in the world at right now, I think, and so it's cool to see him do all that all because it's kind of it reminds you of kind of like. Doctor Strange, where they go into the mirror universe, it's yeah. kind of what he's yeah, doing. It feels yeah, yeah. like because I don't think any of this have actually happened. Like, you, when they go back, none of the the buildings are gone. So he mm-hmm. put him in that dream universe, and he's in there with them, and none of that actually happened in the real just world. Just messing with yeah, them. and there's just pretty ca- cool. There's people walking down the street that are looking at him like, "What the heck happened yeah. to these guys?" So he does the same thing with Grindelwald, but it looks like time stops mm-hmm. because he he threw him into it, knowing that Grindelwald would kill people. He threw him into it, and they do their he and they also. Uh, they do all the, um, the apparating really cool in this movie because, like, you don't see much apparating. That's when they, um, that's whenever they teleport. Um, yeah, when yeah. they apparate, it's kind of cool in this one. Dumbledore's like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm sitting here thinking, what's cool. apparating mean? <laughs> because, or the Death Eaters, which they, you kind of see a couple of Death Eaters in this one before they're Death Eaters mm-hmm. because they're like flying at Newt's Commander, whatever. But you, that, the, was that in the beginning? Yeah. They apparate, oh, okay. When they apparate, it's pretty cool in this one. He's just kind of bopping around, but yeah. they're bopping around together. 
And it looks pretty cool. And I thought, like I said, I would like the ending to be better with the fight. But they do that thing where he didn't know if it would work, but you know, he throws a counter curse at the Avada Kedavra cur- curse. And it ends up, because he was doing good and he was doing evil, ends up breaking the pact. Yeah. Which is cool. So now he can actually do his thing. I'm glad Dumbledore explained that afterwards. He's like, he was trying to kill, I was trying to protect, it broke our bond or whatever. Because at first I'm like, so the thing fell off your wrist, now you can kill him. All right. Yeah. Well, I was kind of feeling like maybe that was part of it, but also him and his brother both mm-hmm. joined up at the same time and hit at the same time. Maybe maybe they overpowered him. I didn't. I wasn't sure what's going well, on until he explained it. Yeah, and I kind of had a feeling that because he was doing good, and Harry Potter is big on this. He was doing good, and he was doing evil. It broke a curse. That happens in the in the Harry Potter universe. Like whenever, yeah, like at the very end, he's throwing the Avada Kedavra curse. Harry, uh, Voldemort, and he's throwing the Expelliarmus curse, which is like the not even the big, it's not even a curse thing, and it wins. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do that a lot with like the streams hit. <laughs> I think it yeah. looks pretty cool. It looks good in this. It too. does look good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like lava I like, I like that. I like the Ghostbuster stream crossing yeah. thing. I yeah. like that. Um, but I think it's an interesting way. It's good thing he explained it because, like I said, it's not one of those things that everyone. I wouldn't. Compl- I kind of thought that's what he was going to go with. I'm going to explain it so I didn't have yeah. to. I'm kind of about it. I, I do like, like we said. You know, the the final confrontation or whatever. I felt like it was kind of sloppy and kind of abrupt. But I thought for a long for the longest time, I was like, is this movie just going to end with this like bland election? Like I'm like, I, okay. I mean, like I would have been mad, but I wouldn't have been like pleased with that does that make sense yeah because i was like are we just gonna end with this baby deer horse like like kneeling to somebody and then that's it i mean like oh yeah. you're out of here grindelwald he's like oh you guys got me and he leaves. Uh, um i wasn't expecting to Ezra Miller just killing a deer i was like good lord ezra he just, he just hits him twice with a vodka cadaver curse like, that, oh the, that deer, the mama deer the yeah. mama deer had some mama will bro yeah because you only i've never seen anything get hit twice with yeah. one um and it still wasn't dead yet but Overall, it is a Fantastic Beast movie, and there are good beasts in it. I love the Niffler. I love Pickett, his little, mm-hmm. yeah, little and Niffler's great. The, Nif- and, that, yeah. the whole sequence with them uh, rescuing, rescuing them from Theseus. the from the from the from the catacombs from, from with the, the giant crab scorpion, scorpion and the, the crab scorpion. Whatever. The catacombs was a great scene. I mean, when they're it trying to get by too. those little scorpion crab things <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah and the way they have to dance around just, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Just, it was good that's what i'm yeah. saying that's why i love about newt just cute that, the little first movie is all that that's why the first movie is so good yeah it's i love charming i love just cute little odd <laughs> things like that where he's like i've tried this once we're just give it a shot you know and he tries to lock that position to mock the crowd because you know they're gonna kill him otherwise <laughs> yeah. you know and, and he's just and it, it's just hilarious and then we get his, his brother, brother steps on one that yeah. was that was fantastic he's like are you sh- you're not moving your hips right you know <laughs> yeah. i actually like his brother in this um i don't i forgot the actor's name i've seen him in like Maybe one he other is thing. worthless in the other two. He is just mean in the first one, yeah. and in the second one, mean again. And <laughs> this one, they bring him back, and he's nice, which is fine. I like that he's in, he's involved in this more because I liked his character in this a lot more than the other ones. But the thing about the second one is he doesn't trust Dumbledore because they go up to Dumbledore. like, "Hey, can you?" He's like, "We hope fine." He goes, "I can't." That's all he says. But he's telling the truth. He can't. But they think he just doesn't want to, and so he's like, "Oh, hey, Dumbledore, I don't trust him." And now he trusts him because he realizes why he can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no. They need, I wish they would have leaned in to more of the Fantastic Beast part of it because it's yeah, called that. That's what it's called. And then you can mix in the war for right now because it's not full war anyways yet. So I don't think they transition that very well because I think mm-hmm. most people want to see the Fantastic Beast. That's kind of the point. Yeah. And and but then you had Dumbledore and it's, yeah, you know, and the movie's <laughs> called Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore, and we don't really get a lot of either one of those things. We don't get yeah. a lot of beasts. We don't get a lot of secrets either. You get new beasts. Yeah, and you get some of the old ones, but they don't ever go in his case in this one. Um, like in the first two, you, they're in their his case quite a bit. Uh, it's kind yeah, of a the cool first place. One's pretty cool. 
Um, and I love little, just little, I mean, I'm sure it may be CGI. It may just be like a camera trick or something. But I love little things like um, Eddie Redmayne just like st- standing in the briefcase or like stepping into it or putting all the an- pulling the animals out of it and stuff. Yeah. It's like I don't know how that stuff works, but I think it's cool. Like I said, it may be CGI, it may just be camera tricks, but I like it. You know, things like that. Yeah, and they don't spend a lot of time, but I I get they're trying to transition over. Like I think they're trying to transition from yeah and build a bigger world. Yeah, well the world's there. I mean, they don't have to build it. They well, just got to get into it. They're just trying to. They're trying to. I think they're trying to open it up more for this franchise. Like I said, I will give it the mark that I do like that. It's, now, now they go to Hogwarts more than this one they usually have. They go to the room requirement. If you know what that was, he goes, "This is the room we require." Yeah. The room requirement comes to people when they need a room. They do it, and that's what Dumbledore Army is in Harry Potter. That's where they start it. So it's cool they brought that back because Hogwarts is always there to help. You know, and Dumbledore knows that, and so. But so they have a lot of cool things for Harry Potter fans too, like little little tidbits of things, like little spells they do, and it's cool. But the yeah. problem with the problem with that is that if you go in and you just want to watch this movie at face value, it's hard, and it's, you're not going to get that kind of stuff. It's like going you're to not watch be as into it. It's like going to watch the MCU movie and starting Doctor Strange, and you're like, I don't get understanding of this because yeah. I don't know, you know. And so you start with Infinity War or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's they like, they didn't do a great job of appealing to everybody in this i don't i don't think i think that's why i liked it a little bit more because it appeals to me a little bit more i know the world very well i think it works i think it works if you um i mean you can see it if you've never seen a harry potter movie and it would be fine i think it works okay if you're just a casual harry potter fan like me i like the movies i've seen them I mean, I've seen them, I think, once, and I've seen the Fantastic Beasts films once or twice. And, you know, it works fine for me, but I'm not a diehard Potterhead, whatever they're called. Um, but, uh, you know, and like I said, I liked it all right. It was, um, I think it works on face value, whether you're a diehard fan or not. But, um, like you said, there is more to get into if you are a diehard fan. But Yeah, and I'm hoping that this one does good enough that we can at least, I'm not, not because I'm a Harry Potter fan, just because I want, I don't, I hate when franchises have to stop. I don't know if it's going to do... I think it'll do okay because it's just going against Sonic 2 this weekend, yeah. which it did well. I'm not saying it won't, but I think it'll do okay. The biggest thing is it's not going to make as much money because a lot of people are mad with the Johnny Depp thing, and I get why they're mad about it completely. Yeah, yeah. It's not right what they did, but at the same time, it's like... I don't think it should make you not watch the movie because it's still a pretty good movie. It's mm-hmm. not... It's I don't, The only one that I think is on par with a couple Harry Potter movies is the first one. Because I don't, the first one's yeah. a pretty good movie. But every Harry Potter film is better than these films. I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, I think that it. Ha- I hope that they make more the other two. So just because I want to complete the thought, not because I just like this. I do like the films. Yeah. But I want them to complete a thought. I hate when it's like how they stop. They just stops the franchises. Well, the mistake is that they don't have James Cameron doing it. Because he's already got how many? He's got twelve avatars, avatars ready. Going? He's got yeah. eighteen I avatars think. locked and loaded. That's what they should have done. I think they should get Michael Bay. <laughs> He'd already have five or six movies going. We would have like we we'll get so Michael Bay. We have we'll explosions. A transformer might come out of nowhere. That'd be great. Which is Bumblebee will come anyway. He yeah, should have axed yeah. ambulance, and he should yeah. have made. Yeah. I've heard that sucks. Piece. By the way, Absolutely. we'll get it later. Yeah. Um, no, I'm glad it was David Yates. You can tell that he likes yeah. Harry Potter films, and it it keeps the same type of tone. I like that. But I think J.K. Rowling is starting to hit a little bit of a wall of what you should do. Oh, yeah. This movie is not... It's just not written too well. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, it's her. She did it. I mean, she had a couple of helpers, but it's her universe, and she's not doing great in this yeah. third movie. So I'm hoping the fourth movie, they're going to open it up, like you said, they brought back, into the I, world. Just I looked this it, up. They you know, brought open. back um, J.K. Rowling and Stephen... 
Klaus, Klaus, whatever, who wrote every other Harry Potter film. They both wrote this screenplay. And I don't know. It just doesn't feel as organic and natural as, like, the Harry Potter screenplays do. I don't know. It could be because I know that she rushed her. They rushed this one because, like, so when they started these, they wrote the first one or whatever. But then they went and they realized it did well. So they they just kind of did them. Yeah, that, it's the not last, like the movies where they have books. And yeah, they the have, second and third so. one feels very rushed. It feels like you know this one was successful. Let's make some more. Yeah, and I don't know. And that when you do that, you get the movie like this, and that uh, yeah. that sounds bad. I like the movie. I mean, like, but it it's, it we say it's like it probably could have about twenty minutes cut of this one when it could have used that twenty minutes. Oh, yeah. to do more stuff with it. Like I said, there were so many side characters and side plots that didn't really amount to anything. You could have trimmed twenty minutes off easy. Yeah, and that um, probably would have helped your boredom. Probably, I didn't get bored in the first part. I got, I didn't get bored at all. I thought it slouched down a little bit in the middle. Like that first act, I kind of liked because I like all the build up, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But that that second act kind of slouches a little bit, and then it gets back in the third act is okay, you know, and then the end is pretty okay. But it has like. The pacing is It's rough. like when they're getting everybody together, it's like, yeah. okay, let's move the, it along. The pacing is very rough. And then you have to go explain Queenie, and you have to go explain Tina, and you have to... Don't. You don't have to explain yeah. Tina. They've been on and off for the, all three movies. Like, we get it. They don't mm-hmm. like each other. Or they do love each other. Who cares? Yeah, they're Courtney know. Cox and David Arquette <laughs> yeah. from the Scream films. Yeah. It's like, they're just on again, off yeah. again. And so... Let's get with it. It muddles it a bit, but... All overall, if you like these type of movies, Harry Potter, you'll like it because it's in the universe, and you get a lot of cool spells in this. You get a lot of cool... Fights and crap. It's just not as good as Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to say before we grade it? I wanted to ask you guys a question, though. Go ahead and ask. And this is the most important question about this franchise I'm that, sure. that needs <laughs> to be asked. This is I'm hands sure. down the most important question that needs to be asked about this franchise. When is Dumbledore going to transition from wearing slick three piece suits to his old man robes? I'm guessing in about 50 years. Yeah. He's it's got I, you've got seventy years. I was kind of hoping in the end he'd throw on one of those comfortable looking robes and grow and a beard and go. You're not, he's yeah. it's still seventy years before Harry Potter's even born. Because he's always looking dapper AF with it's, his fedora and his slick vest. I think it's got to be after he kills Grindelwald. Harry Potter was born in ninety three and these were in like the twenties. Yeah, got to so. be after he kills Grindelwald. He's, he's like, you know what? Then, then he'll strap on. He's the, like, I'm gonna the gain, I'm gonna gain a little bit of weight. I'm gonna put on, yeah, I'm gonna put on, on some my cake. maternity stuff. <laughs> put on my maternity um, robes. But my colorful robes. I'm expecting that. I don't know. That's the thing is, I don't know what their plan is. I'm expecting at the end of the fi- the fifth movie is gonna be a time jump, and they're gonna be like, Harry Potter's here, probably, or something. I mean, like probably. Harry Potter. I mean, they'll try to shoot something like that. Into the end there, I mean, yeah. they've been doing that from the first movie. Yeah. They're throwing in these characters that I'm not even sure. Like that's the thing. The books don't say much about him, so she's just making it up. Mm-hmm. Like, a Lestrange was in there. Like, th- yeah, they become bad, but Zoe Kravitz isn't that bad. Like, Scamander's only the one that's in the books because he wrote that dang book and he's barely in it because he wrote the book and it says, by new Scamander. says his name, yeah. Yeah, and then they put Nicholas Flamel in the second one, which is kind of cool, I guess, because he made the Sorcerer's Stone, which is the main part of the first Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But they're really, just trying every way they can to tie it in. So that means they're going to do it. They're going to be like, here's, her, here is, um, Maggie Weasley or whatever Molly yeah. Weasley when she's twelve. You can <laughs> tell. Is, I don't know. You can visibly tell that as these movies go along, they're trying to cram more stuff from. Because actually, go to Hogwarts in this movie. I mean, well, they're I, trying to cram more stuff into it from the Harry Potter universe. I really thought. No kidding. Now, when they go to Hogwarts, they have the Slytherin kids, that stupid thing. But there's there are Gryffindor kids right there, and one was redheaded. I thought they were about to say it was a Weasley because it's only Weasleys oh, ever can so be too. redheaded. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, please don't, please don't, please don't. But I'm like. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have been Arthur because he would have to be old. That's that's <laughs> it's his, his great dad. Grandpa. But, but anyways, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. 
there's not much more to say. I mean, there is, but not really. We yeah, watched the movie. Yeah. I feel like we covered pretty much everything. Um, so now is the time that we usually, you know, grade it A to Z. Um, Matt usually goes first. I will go first. You know what? I'm going to be generous. I'm going to be generous. Um, it's a giving, giving kind of day. I'm going to give it a C plus. I was going to say C. I'm going to give it a C plus, just because I like the visuals. There's some of the magic stuff is cool, but too long and it's too overcrowded and stuff and it really doesn't matter when you think about it it's like it's just a bridge movie but i'm gonna give it a c plus it didn't offend me it's fine uh, like i said it was it was a mediocre movie it wasn't wasn't great it wasn't horrible uh like some of the magic in it really enjoyed some of the acting uh looking at you jude yeah overall it was it was okay and if it's okay i'll give it a c yeah, it's definitely going to be the worst movie we've seen this year, I probably. No, um, six it And it won't be the first. It won't be the best either because, you know, we're seeing pretty good ones. But I agree. I was sitting at C-plus when I came in here, and it's going to stay there. I don't think it's in B territory. I don't think it's in the D territory. I think it does its job. No, it's no Morbius, that's for sure. No, it, it does. More like Snorbius. <laughs> it, does its, it does its job of what it's supposed to do. Um, yeah, cuff, cough, cut people. Jude Law elevates it. Him and... Eddie just all have elevated this movie a yeah. little bit when they're Brad in. Michael's does a little bit too. Yeah, well, the thing is, he's not used very much. Like he's in it quite no, a bit, he's, but he's really not allowed to do he anything. He doesn't really feel that impactful. I'm guessing it's because they re- they replaced Johnny Depp. They're like, well, I know we're getting some backlash. We're not putting it that much. I thought they were just they didn't even address it before we before we end this. They didn't even address the fact it looks different. Mm-hmm. Which I thought in a magic world they I would just say, think they would. I thought they would just say yeah. I thought Matt, there would be a Changed they would his look for some yeah, yeah. this Polyjuice potion. There's all kind of they could because Colin Farrow is literally using Polyjuice potion to look like himself instead of Johnny Depp in the first one. So oh, I forgot it's about not that, yeah. like it's that hard to change your appearance in the Harry Potter universe. I thought they might just say, "Oh, yeah, I always use Polyjuice again. I'm not Johnny Depp anymore." They didn't, which is fine. But I thought they would explain it because you live in a magic world. Imagine but. if you yourself could transform from Colin Farrell to Johnny Depp to Mads Mikkelsen. What a wild ride that would be. You would mad. change accents be, like three times. I wouldn't be mad in any form. I would not either. I would know? be pleased if I was any three of those. Except men. right now, it wouldn't be that great to be Johnny Depp right now. But, um, That's true, yeah. It's not his fault, I don't think. I actually don't know. I, I wish I had Colin trial. Farrell's Irish accent or Mads Mikkelsen's Swedish accent. Either way, I'd be cool. Or their good looks. Or their, or their yeah, or their handsomeness. Handsomeness would be really cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, we're all in the C territory. Yeah. So that's good. I figured we all would be. Um, I can't give any better than that. I wish I could. I think all, I think all the Harry Potter movies are pretty good. You know, this one's yeah. just... I think the weakest Harry Potter film is like a B. I mean, I think it's the first like one. Yeah. I don't like the first one that Probably much. Probably the first one or the second one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that'll be the end of it. Um, yeah. yeah. It was fine. <laughs> it was just fine. I wish I could say it was better. It was I wanted, fine. I was, wanted it to be better. But. Yeah, that was it. That was our thoughts, feelings, and opinions on Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. These long freaking titles, man. Anyway, that was our thoughts, feelings, and opinions. What do you, the listener, beautiful people out there, what do you think of this film? What do you think of the Harry Potter universe? What is your favorite Harry Potter film? Prince let's of Azkaban. Go, let's go there. Um, Jordan? Prince <laughs> we'll, of Azkaban. We'll have a whole other podcast. I watched it last night. No, two nights ago, sorry. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, anyway, yeah, what's your favorite Harry Potter film? What's your favorite Fantastic Beast film? Who cares? Whatever. Reach out to us and let us know. We're on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any of our episodes for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We will see you guys then. Peace. <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs>